ever wondered what it's like to fulfill a calling from God? What would it take to sustain you in the journey? Find out more today as our very own Tammy Thompson shares her author journey with us. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, founder of Your Christian Coach. Thanks for joining us for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk with Tammy about her author journey and we learn more about deeper Christian living in the process. Wow, it is such an honor to bring you this special edition of Love and Encouragement to Live By. Uh, Today, we get to dive deeper into Tammy's journey to becoming an author and sharing with the world her eight family-friendly books. And that's just so far. We'll also find out what's to come in the year ahead. Tammy, thanks for sharing your journey with us today. So, to get us started, tell us when did you know that the Lord was calling you to become an author? Well, first I want to say I'm honored that you're you're interviewing me and, and, and giving me an opportunity to share uh, deeper with uh, people who listen, you know, how the passion is that I have my purpose. We've talked about purpose before. So it's an opportunity to share more in depth about my purpose. But um, so God didn't, um, it wasn't like a light bulb for me that went off and said, ta-da, you're going to be an author, Tammy. <laughs> There was no light bulb. There was no great moment that came off of it. It was more like a a dimmer switch. God just slowly dimmed it up without me noticing as much as what was going on. And and it kind of happened kind of over like the first two books that I put out that I started to get a clue that this was the direction that God was heading me in. I mean, from my perspective, I'm like the least person that God could have picked to be an author. I mean, I mean, I shared with Joe Heather how I I struggle with spelling. It's always been a a difficulty. I have some dyslexia where I, I, I reverse um, the letters, I mean, f- form and from are, are never right on the screen. It drives me up a wall when I see what I'm typing. that doesn't come out the way it's supposed to. And yeah. I can't type. I type with two fingers and maybe hit the, the space bar with my thumb. I've never learned to type. I tried when I was in my, my teens, my early 20s. It just, it just never happened. And yet somehow God picked me to be an author. Um, and I think it's more of him choosing me, looking at my heart and looking at um, – my, my my courage and, and my energy to share love and encouragement, my willingness to be a vessel for him, to speak to, I think is more of why he picked me to be an author. Yeah, I love that. That willingness to be a vessel, because we can all take that away mm-hmm. with us today and say, Lord, we, you know, what is my willingness? Um, so like I said, I am super excited that we get to take the time to learn more about your calling, Tammy, and to hear about the books that the Lord, you know, has led you to write. And uh, before we go further, you know, I do want to take a moment to let our listeners, uh, know more about our podcast. So depending on what platform you're listening from, Be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss future episodes. But I'll tell you, the most important thing that you can do is to help spread the word about love and encouragement is by sharing this podcast with your friends and your family. Um, Our website 
at loveandencouragement.com features early access to our video and audio podcast every Wednesday. So you can save time and avoid missing out by joining our mailing list to have the podcast emailed directly to you each week. So with that, Tammy, you have written different types of books, which is so interesting. Um, the one that I'm going to hold up uh, for those who are watching by video is this Hope Holds You. It is the coolest little inspirational book. Um, it has messages of hope. I'm going to open this up. I've paused it there. It has some really cool pictures and just words, and it's just a great gift for somebody who's needing some encouragement right now. Um, obviously, that's a big goal for ours, uh, for us. So if you look at all those cool pictures, it really shows us another great part of your life, which is your photography. Um, so just tell us about how Hope Holds You came about. Wow. Um Yes, it got started out very gradually because I was a photographer and already had those skills, you know. Um, and I had I had no intention of being being an author, um, but I was going through some really hard times with my separation from my marriage. And uh, there was one night I was at the computer, and the words just came to me like like a instant download from heaven. And so I I wrote the words down. It was like a poem. I I didn't really know what it was. And I kind of just saved it on my computer and I didn't think much of it. Um, I, I thought it was cool. It was great, but I didn't know what to do with it, you know? Um, and then about a year later, my stepmother um, was dying of leukemia and she was in the hospital for like three months. And she talked about how the nights were the hardest. And it reminded me when I was going through the car accident and the nights are hardest for people who are suffering because like, I didn't know if I was going to be paralyzed. She's doesn't know what, if she's going to make it or not. And you're alone at night and it's dark and there's nobody to talk to. And, and I remembered how I felt and, and instantly the Holy Spirit brought back those words to me. And I knew in my heart that I was supposed to somehow do a book, you know, and it wasn't like a novel. I mean, there's what, like 24 pages in the book. It's not very long. Um, and I needed to somehow put pictures together. And, and I, so I looked at my computer because I had been competing in print competitions for a couple of years. So I had some artistic stuff. So I found pictures that went with the words. And then the ones I couldn't find, I had to actually go out and photograph. So this was difficult because you have to take words and figure out how do you describe a you know, how do you take this picture um, and describe it. And the main thing about the book Hope Holds You is when you hold hope in your heart, hope grows and holds you. And so it, it's a story about really just brief it's for anybody going through hard times like a coffee table book yeah and my children are in the book they pose for me and there's a little hope dust that kind of follows around so you can see the hope dust in the book um and so yeah and so i was able to in a, in a very short amount of time get this book turned around i actually had like a thousand copies printed in south korea um i got some a, a temporary one to send her in the meanwhile and she didn't make it she did die but i have the books now that i can share with people as you know, I, I keep them in my car, you know, I give them to people like Nadine in the interview. That was one of the books I, I kept in my car to give people for inspiration. I can't tell you how many people I've given it to and they've cried over. They said, I just needed a, a message of hope. And so it's my seed book. I give more copies away of that than I, than I sell, but I'm sewing into my, my author stuff. So that's how that book kind of came about. Yeah. I just love it. It's such a pretty book. Um, and, uh, We'll talk about this more on how you can find the book. So, so stay, stay tuned here. The other one that I also love that you published is this one called Busy Thoughts Before Bed. And it's actually a journal for people who can't fall asleep. And, uh, what's 
funny. I sent this to my sister-in-law as a gift because I love her so much and she struggles with sleep and has for a long time. Um, but tell us more about what led to this book, Tammy. Well, that's interesting because along with writing books, they have what they call low content book, which are like day timers or journals or devotionals. And I'm like, I can do that. You know, I can do that in my free time. It doesn't take eight months to put that together like a regular novel. I can do something like that. And and what I noticed was I wrote down a bunch of different ideas of some books. And God put this one on my heart because <clears throat> there's a lot of people around me during the COVID who couldn't sleep. You know, they were stressed out. They couldn't sleep. In it. And I remembered when I was going through my separation. Now, I had met my husband when I was 16. We were together for 23 years. It was a shock to be on my own for the first time with two children um, and, and recovering from a car accident. I, I couldn't sleep for a long time. Or if I did fall asleep, I'd wake up at 3 o'clock every night. And so I'd write down the things I was stressed over. And then I knew if I wrote them down, it was okay. I could go back to sleep. And, and even... You know, being a busy mom, I'm, I'm like, where am I going to forget something? So I write down my to-do list, you know, then I know I can go to sleep because I'm always afraid I'll forget in the morning. And being a creative person, I get the best ideas when I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm like, nope, I don't want to think about that book right now. I don't want to think about that storyline because <laughs> I want to go to sleep. But I have to write yeah. it down because I won't remember it in the morning. And so I took what I, I took from my experiences, what had worked, and I put in the journal, there's three sections. There's a section for ideas. Mm -hmm for creative ideas, there's a checklist of things mm -hmm. to do, and there's a mm -hmm. thing for, for stressful thoughts that are keeping you awake. And what's nice is you can go back and you can see how you've, you know, uh, progressed mm -hmm. over time by writing your thoughts down. And then in the front of the book, I included some scriptures on rest, what the Lord says about being able to rest and sleep. He gives us beloved, you know, rest and um, mm -hmm. gives us beloved sleep. And then there's also some tips on there about how I sleep. There's some tips, there's some scriptures about worry, because that's the number one thing I think that keep people up. They're worrying about something. They're not resting. You write it down, close the book, close your eyes and go to sleep. So it's been, actually it's one of my best signed books, I have to say. I sell a lot of journals and it just goes to show that how many people out there are really suffering from, from not being able to sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a great, I mean, what a great tool. And like you said, then when you write it down, you can see your progression over time, which is your prayer. I mean, the Lord intends for you to have sleep. And that's why you have such great scriptures there in the front for, for the reader to meditate on. So now I want to talk about your book series that you describe as young adult fantasy fiction. And I've got them here. And it's The Land of Good Dreams. It is such a fascinating uh, series. The first three books are out. Um, so this is a unique concept. How how did you come up with, how, well, not you. How did the <laughs> Lord call you to do this? <laughs> well, this is, the, this is the second book that... The Land of Good Dreams was the second book that I put out besides the, the picture book, you know, the real novel. Um, and at first, I have to tell you, well, the, the, so how the books came about was my son was abused through the alcoholism from my, my ex-husband had a temper. And he had, um, he had nightmares for years. He'd wake up with these screaming night terrors. And he started to pray before he would go to bed at night. Lord, help me to have all good dreams tonight and no bad dreams. And he would pray this every night over and over again. And I started to wonder, you know, what would a place like that look like? You know, a place where kids could escape their nightmares, learn to overcome what's causing the nightmares. Um, you know, like I, I'm most reminiscent of heaven. And I actually thought Joe Heather was going to be like the Hope Holds You book. I, I was fine with that, right? It's it's just going to be a little picture book, and guys like no, mm -mm, nope, Tammy, 
it's more than that. I'm like, okay, so let me think. It could be a bigger story. I could write characters. I could, so I let God kind of like, like daydream with me. Show me, God. Show me what you think. And when he started to show me what the book was supposed to look like, I'm like, well, that's not one book. <laughs> There's no way I can fit that in one book. And I said, it's going to be several books. So seven's yeah. my favorite number. So I picked seven books. I wrote the beginning the middle book, which I'm writing on now, which is around the Amber Fire, is the, like, kind of like the middle of the book series. And I wrote the ending. So I know where the whole series is going. And it's um, and it's very, it's very character driven. But this was a big challenge for me because, like I said, I had a lot of uh, difficulties. And had I known how much, if, if you have never written a book before, oh my goodness, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a big learning curve of, of things, of obstacles to overcome. And yet, God encouraged me. He even told me one day, he said, you know, when I had finished the first book, he said, Tammy, I could have given this story to anybody, but I chose you to tell it. And I felt very blessed by that, that God saw something in me that that I could could share with other people. Because um, the whole book series, it's about it's, it's about five kids and they I show their awake world and their dream worlds. And I'm not going to give away too much of, of the book series, but it has one arching, you know, theme, but it's really character driven. Um, so you get to fall in love with the characters. You get to know them. You get to feel their heartaches. You get to, and I'm very sensory oriented. So I write with all the visuals, you know, kind of like my photography. You know, I want people, when I write, I got to tell you, I'm in the story. I live it. I'm there in the land of good dreams. And everything's very real to me. And I want people, when I write, I want the pe person who's reading my book to have that exact same experience and so i write your sensories you know like the leaves crunch in the autumn with the way the autumn air smelled or what the heartache and i try to describe things in ways that that they felt to me because i put a lot of my life in there um into the pain and suffering and then and, and god's just right there with me he's like over my shoulder he's writing he's telling the story and i'll sit back and i'm like there is no way that is from me, Lord. There is just no way. I mean, I look at the things that he, and he, and he has little, like what Joe Heather, you would call nuggets. He has these little one-liners that come out that just blow me away when I read it. I'm like, that's so powerful, Lord. That's something that you can just like put on a t-shirt, you know, you can just remember. And I know there's going to be a lot of people who read the stories that are really blessed by it. And it's, and it's beautiful the way that, that there's a lot of pain and suffering, but there's a, it's like Beauty for Ashes. The whole book is really about Beauty for Ashes. And my son, Logan, his middle name's Matthew. And Matthew is a character in the book. And I don't know if you can hold up the pictures of the back of the book, Jeheather, so people can see them. But he models for a character in the book. So, yep, so Matthew's on the right. Yep, so that's Logan, my son. So he's modeling, and he's on the front of the third third book. Yep, that's my son. And so it was such a blessing to be able to have him because this is really for him, too, in some ways. This mm -hmm. book was about healing because mm -hmm. he didn't have nightmares anymore. God's been really faithful, you know. Mm. And um, so I wrote the character. It's not really him in the book, but it's a character kind of inspired by him. And so it's it's for young. It's, I have people middle grade to young adult to adults read it. And it's just such a blessing. And I'm just honored to be able to tell this story for God. I really am. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, with that, I do want to move into our sponsor spotlight and say that love and encouragement to live by is sponsored today by Tammy. As you know, she's known as T.S. Thompson. Um, she's just released her new book called My God in Whom I Trust, a study of Psalm 91. And as we've already been discussing, she's also the author of the Christian book series, The Land of Good Dreams. 
and another Bible study book series called God is Able, a study of 2 Corinthians 9-8. We'll talk about that in a minute. Tammy has a deep desire to move readers with her books and to share the light of God to uplift and inspire. She is blessed with the gift of storytelling and believes the world is in need of good, family-friendly books that everyone can enjoy. You can find out more about Tammy and her books at ts-thompson.com. That's ts-thompson.com. And we'll be sure and include a link to her new book in the notes section of this episode. If you want to be a sponsor of a future episode, contact us at loveandencouragement.com. Great. Now, Tammy, I want to talk about your Bible study series. As I mentioned, you first came out with your God is Able book and the study guide that goes along with that, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And now um, you just come out with your new book. Uh, my God in whom I trust, a study of Psalm 91. And so tell us, you know, these are different books than what you had written and what we've just discussed. Tell us about this. Yeah, it's, it's quite different from writing a story, um, you know, and realizing too that God has, I mean, he's been giving me stories my whole life. I, I just never knew what they were. I mean, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be cleaning the house and I have a fantasy and, and I think, well, I don't know what to do with this. I just write it down like a poem, kind of like you don't think much of it. And so the light bulb started to go off that he's really purposed me to be an author and an author of many types of books. I'm not going to be limited to one genre. I'm going to speak what God wants me to speak. Um, and so with the first book, God is Able, it actually was a, was a study that I did. I was going through a lot of um, hard times. Yep. And I was going through a lot of hard times with this. And so I came across that verse. Now, I've read that verse many times, but this is the way the Holy Spirit works in you. And I read it one day and I said, you know what? If I can get this one verse to come alive in my life, then I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I knew that there was something special about this verse. It had like the key to living for me. And so I started to ask God about what are some of those all things. And God just loves it when you ask him questions. And that's when the relationship gets really deeper with you and the Lord. Because he wants you to ask him about his word. He's got so much. I mean, there's only so much he could fit in the Bible. I mean, think about what John said. There wouldn't be enough books to fill the whole earth if he told you everything. So he has a lot to say besides just what's in the Bible. He wants you to talk to him. And so I started asking him. And he would give me words like, you know, prosperity, love, time, strength, faith, healing, and on and on and on. So the the, the the book eventually became a book. I started realizing through this study over two years and writing down, God you know, instructed me to write down everything that I, that he tells me because I know that I'm supposed to share it at some point, but that wasn't really clear in the beginning, you know, with my Bible study notes. And so at one point I knew that it was going to be a book because he had given me the title, but I'm thinking, 10 years down the road, <laughs> I'm going to write this. I mean, who am I to write a book about this? It's one thing to write a fictional book, but when you go on, you see the people who are writing books like this, they're pastors or they're head of missionary things. And, and who am I? I'm just a, I'm just a nobody who's struggling and doesn't even have a, a success story. That was my, that's where I was coming to God with. And God's like, no, there's something I, I'm going to, I'm going to write through you, Tammy. Just, just tell people the things that I tell you, the, the things that I share with you. And so so I said, okay, I'm going to, he said, I already have everything. I took all my Bible study notes. I started to write the chapters and then I started doubt, you know, the devil comes in there and says, 
you're not worthy to do this, you know, because I thought I was supposed to be a prosperity book. Here I am. I struggle. I share my struggles. And this is what you hear on TV, right? Here's my struggle. And here's my rah, rah success story. And God said, Tammy, this is not a book about prosperity. This is a book about believing in me to equip you to do the good works that I call you to do. And that's what he told me to write. And that's what I wrote. I was obedient, even though I didn't feel like I was qualified because God told me I was able. So if God's like, well, if I'm able to write a book on God being able, then I guess I'm going to do it. Right. I was very nervous about doing it. Um, and then all was good. And, and I hesitated. I was like, well, you know, cause I had my editor, I had had edited my young adult book series and I was going to send it to him, but then I'm thinking, you know, there's maybe there's another person who does like not this kind of stuff, these kind of nonfiction Christian books I should send it to. And I sat in this for quite a while. And what happened was I started peeing blood and cause I had had some things in the book about healing you know, not that the whole book's about healing, but it's, it's a thing that I was believing God for. And I spoke the truth that God said. And I even had a few people around me be critical of the things that I put in there because they had loved ones that weren't healed. And, and God's like, don't take it out of the book. Because I went back to God and he's like, no, that stays in the book. And so but I hesitated. Like the devil's telling me, you know, I can hear him. How are you going to write a book about healing when you're sick? <laughs> you're sick. <laughs> but this is what we struggle with and the, with the things that come in our mind. And and so, I mean, I finally went to the doctor and, and I think the only reason why the Lord told me to go to the doctor was to verify for my testimony. They tested it. Yep. There was blood. There was no bacteria. They couldn't figure out why I was being blood. They had all kinds of scans they did on me. I went through the whole thing and nothing. And even the Lord told me before I went in for all those scans, he said, Tammy, they're not going to find what they're looking for. Meaning you don't have to worry. You don't have cancer. You don't have um, kidney stone. You don't have anything. They're not going to find what they're looking for. And they found nothing. And they were very puzzled. They want to do more tests. And the Lord said, no. So I just didn't go through with any more appointments. I went home and I sat at my computer and the Lord got very firm with me. And he said, Tammy, finish the work I started in you. I told you to write this book and that's not to leave it on your computer. You need to put it out into the world. And so the day I sent my book to my editor, I stopped peeing blood. Just like that. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I stopped peeing blood. Because it was like three months. So it was, it was a long time. I mean, that I was peeing blood for. I mean, I'd pray in the backyard. I'm healed. I go in and pee blood and say, well, you're a symptom of a lie. But it wasn't until I stepped out in faith because faith without works is dead. And I really, that light bulb inside of me went off with, I understood that verse for the first time, that faith without works is dead. Because you can believe that you're healed. But until you send it off in faith that you believe the things I told you to write, Tammy, then, then you're not going to see it change. And so immediately I was healed of that. And that really taught me a lot about my relationship with God and really the purpose that he's called me to for these books. And I, I give some of these books away to people that God puts on my heart. And there's a person down in a town nearby me that works at a local feed shop that I get my chicken supply from. And we become friends and he knows I'm a Christian. And I gave him a book because he works with the men's ministry down in that area with all these recovering male addicts. And I gave him a book and he said to me the other day, that was a while ago, I'd given him the book and I just gave him my recent one. I can't wait to see what he thinks. And he said, you have no idea how many people have read your book. They're passing it around. There's a waiting list for people to read your book. I was so blessed by that because that's why God called me to write. This is why the enemy doesn't want me to put these books out there to, to help people, you know? And so that was a big blessing with that book. And so I, I, I got a little more confidence with that. And then the pandemic hit with, you know, COVID and Psalms 91, we'll talk about the next book, which is my God in whom I trust. Um, yeah, Psalm 91. And this has always been one of my favorite Psalms. It really, it really has. I mean, I remember back with the 
I kept my Bible in my, my car and just I had protections orders against my husband with the violence and the and the custody battles we had. And, and I'd sit in my car and I'd read that psalm before going into court. So I would have peace and know I was covered. I'm going to be okay. God's with me. I'm going to go in here. I don't have to be afraid. Um, he's going to cover me in this situation. And um, so it was something that I had studied for a long time. But when the pandemic hit, I thought, you know, I really felt like I should dive deeper and, and look at this. And so I started doing the study last year. But there were still a lot of things in the, if you read the whole psalm, there's some confusing things in there. You know, and for years, I kind of just glazed over what some of these things were. I didn't really understand, but ignorance is never bliss, like I talk about, you know. And so you go and you ask God, you know, what that what these things are. And he really showed me what a lot of these things were in the book. And it's kind of like to highlight an over. I want you to read the book because it's, it's, it's what I think it's one of the best books I've written because I really partner with God more in writing writing the book. But it's really a love song between me and God. And that's the way I look at this psalm. You know, at the beginning, I'm declaring, you know, my trust in my dwelling with God, my trust in him. And, and I'm saying, God, you're going to protect me from all this. I'm, I'm telling that God's going to do this for me, 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 me. And then God does his part. And because Tammy loves me, I'm going to do these things for her. And it's a love song. It really is. It's, a, it's and that, the Psalms are our, our songs. You know, it's a love song that you sing back and forth. And so I, I had that picture of that. And then um, so the main parts in the beginning are really getting a, a foundation of dwelling down. I know we're going to talk about dwelling in a future episode here, but it's really important. The whole foundation of Psalm 91 is based on, do you dwell with God? And what does it mean to dwell with God? And so I really dove into a lot. I spent a lot of time thinking about that, what that really means and what that looks like. And the Holy Spirit would speak to me as I was working on my study for this. And then it also shows the perspective of God's view on what it means to love God, how God sees your love. Because there's a difference between somebody saying they love you and you knowing that somebody loves you. And God, this is based from God's viewpoint, because he loves me or because Tammy loves me, I'm going to do these things. It's who God knows loves him. And and you're like, well, the whole psalm, you look through it, nowhere does it say I love God, right? But that's what you're saying when you're dwelling with God and you're declaring you know, who he is and, and you're trusting him. It's because you love him. And so it's it's just a really beautiful book, um, a, a deeper study of all the different verses. And I, and I break it down from all the different insights that God gave me. And one of the most beautiful ones I'll share with you was the one about under the feathers, underneath his wings. And I don't know if you read that part yet, Joe, or not, but it talks about, I started to envision, I have chickens, so I'm thinking under a wing, you know, he, a, a way a bird is, if you're under a wing, you're on one side. But I start because I'm very, I have, you know, visual images of things because I'm a photographer and that's just the way God made me. And so if God has you under his wings, which is two wings, where are you? You're in front of him. You're against his chest. What, what is the chest of righteousness? You're against his heart. God's holding you under his wings against his heart of righteousness. And to me, what better place could you be as a child of God? That goes to show that really I was just blown away with that revelation because what better place? It goes to show you how much value you are to God, that he takes you and he holds you next to his bosom. You know, the closest place in the world, nothing can harm you that close to God. And when you and so I'm really excited about the book. I'm really hoping that it blesses a lot of people. Um, I, I saw God moved through me in this book like it just blew me away i mean even with just reading it over i was reading over some parts last night of again 
And I, but every time I read it, it blesses me again. It's like I see something because I know I didn't write it. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord, Lord wrote it. But I also I partaked in him with the editing process. I'm like, tell me, God, what needs to go, what needs to come in. And to really make sure that this is everything that the Lord wanted me to share about the song. Because he really wants us to understand his word. And when you get things that are complicated, you have to go and ask God for to explain something to you like jesus spoke in parables why did he speak in parables because those who didn't have a heart for god wouldn't understand them but the but his disciples and those who had a heart would be able to look at them and be able to understand them and 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 look at all the little like faith nuggets that are in there you can see things and and so and that's the way it was with, with this whole book with god i mean i'm just the, the things that he showed me, the things that when you read it, he'll be able to show you, too, about the psalm, because we really do want to be able to have those protections that are promised in there. And that really comes from a close, deeper relationship with God. Mm. Amen. Amen. You know, um, hearing your story about these books, you know, it really just uh, helps us understand the incredible faith is taken to step out and do it. And you talked about the challenges from the beginning. Lord, I can't type and I can't spell and all these things that, and you've made it clear that, you know, it's all been the Lord. And, and, but you also had to obey and follow the Lord's leading. And um, I know that this, your story is inspiring others to do the same. Um, and so what would you share with those out there who are on that cusp of diving into a calling from the Lord. What what would you share with them today, Tammy? Wow. Well, you have to be willing, like you were saying. There's a lot of people I'm sure God calls that don't step out and do it. And if you know he's calling you to do something, that, that you step out in faith because, you know, he's with you in the journey. He, he's not... He's going to supply. If he calls you to do something, that's what I learned in in the 2 Corinthians 9, 8 book, God is able, that he's not going to call you to do something and not supply you with the means to do it. That's not our God. He's the God of abundance. Um, And he didn't just point me and say, Tammy, you're to be an author. Go on out and fulfill it on your own. That's not, you know, that's not, he's no, he's with me. He's doing this with me every step of the way. And and he'll be with you every step of the way, every part. You seek him on it. Like, what is the next step, Lord? I'm going to trust you with it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to trust you. Whatever your dream is, whatever he's put inside of you, just say, just show me the next step. Because let me tell you, if he had showed me the whole book thing, I don't think I I would have signed up for that. Uh, And I, I I think that's why he only shows us one one little piece at a time for the journey just just do this one next step tammy and 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 you'll be faithful but i also i mean you look at two you look at examples of people in the bible you look at moses did moses want to go before pharaoh oh no lord i don't want to go send somebody else you know but he went right now don't say man i don't want to do i can't do it i can't talk just like i can't write moses said he couldn't talk right all the excuses i'm sure god's heard all the excuses right but Moses went and look what happened. Look at all that God did through him. I mean, Moses is one of my favorite characters in the Bible besides Jesus. I mean, he had a very close relationship with God. God talked to him face to face. I mean, I love to have that kind of relationship with God. I mean, actually, I mean, I have a deep relationship, but God doesn't sit down across the desk for me and say, how's your day going, Tammy? What are your troubles? What can I help you with? He doesn't come down in a cloud like I did with Moses. But man, if he had never stepped out, he would have missed that. You'll miss it if you don't step out. But I also want to say that with what God's called me to do with being obedient. God's been very clear about the blessing that he has over my life. I'm to write books of light 
period. I'm not to go out and write something of my own will, right? Uh, outside of what God's purpose is for me. Um, cause I, it's very, it, it's not even what I think. It's pretty much what I know in my heart from what the Holy Spirit's testified with me that I have the covering and the blessing of God to move forward, but that's dependent upon me doing things according to his will. And when I step out and I start doing things according to my will, like if I write a steamy romance novel, that's not a book of light. I don't think it, I'm not going to be covered in his, his blessings and his favor anymore. And I don't want to step out. You have to be very careful. A lot of people get famous and they do a lot of, and, and they step away from God. They start doing things their way, what they think is best. And, and it's like, okay, God, you got me here. Now I'm going on. I got it. No, God's calling you to something. You need to stay with God the whole way right because once you dump god off you know you jesus already said outside of me you can do nothing and so i want to make sure that i do what i'm called to do that i don't let sin or disobedience rob me of the calling that god has for me mm-hmm. amen amen um you know, in a in a future episode, we are going to dig deeper into your Psalm 91 book, Tammy, and we're going to talk about dwelling with God. You mentioned it earlier. So I want to encourage our listeners. Hey, guys, head over to Amazon and get your copy of Tammy's book today and look at the other books while you're there. You know, and as I mentioned in the sponsor spotlight, you can check out all of Tammy's books on her website at ts-thompson. That's ts dash thompson.com left out the dot com but you got it ts-thompson.com now tammy i love how your latest book encourages readers to be confident in and rely on the promises from god as recorded in psalm 91 and i just want to read a little line out of uh, chapter 3 where you wrote this psalm is like opening a door to seeing god in a new light you can't place your faith in earthly things and then expect the fear to leave you. And I was, I just, I mean, that's just one little nugget in there. Um, and what a powerful reminder that all we need to hear in these strange times that we are in today is this, you know, is, is keep these promises of God and and this word picture that you painted, you know, of of opening a door to God. I certainly know I don't want anyone or anything or any emotion or any thought to keep me from opening that door to God in my life. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Joe Heather. (laughs) I always get so blessed when I hear about how my books have, you know, touched somebody, you know, how they've moved a reader. Uh, I love reading my reviews from from the people who get blessed. I mean, it really reviews make a it makes a huge difference because there are low times when you're working so hard and you're not seeing the return on your investment of your time. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of finances to produce a book. And so, when people write in and just they say, "Wow, this, this book blessed me. It touched me. It changed my life. It changed the way I see God." I mean, that means the world to me um to be and I, so i encourage you that if you haven't read any of my books to just pick one up you know if you have the time and um and, and to tell me share with me your thoughts you can go on amazon it's my favorite place to leave reviews so that other potential people who are thinking about purchasing the book can see that review and it's a testimony that you know that you got something out of the book and they could too so i, I look forward to hearing from those who get blessed by my books yeah absolutely guys don't don't miss out in your chance to just 
um, feed that word of encouragement back, you know, because as Tammy said, when you're kind of working in your office and it's between you and the Lord, and yes, you're encouraged by him, but just to hear from brother and sister in Christ that that work is moving you, I mean, it, it, it helps. It helps us. And that's why, you know, God created us for relationship, right? Um, and that that can be part of it because you may be not even based in the United States and Tammy would have never come across you, but she finds out you, you got her book and and the impact that it made to her. Just to share those words would be great. Um, so before we close the episode today, Tammy, you know, I'm super curious. Tell us what is to come for you as an author. What is the Lord leading you to do next? Oh, my goodness. Well, I have in my phone. See, everything starts in my phone with either Bible notes or stories. And then I got over a thousand notes in my phone. But they're not all books, but a lot of them are. A lot of them are. I probably have like 30 books in there that I just work on from time to time. But this year, I know we had talked about in the beginning of the year um, that I plan on trying to get six books out. Now, my first book took about eight months. It was it was a learning curve. And, and I am asking God faster ways to get you know, the word, you know, help me to make less mistakes as I'm writing and, 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 and to write quicker, more efficiently. And Joe Heather's helped me with trying to manage my time as a single mom to get more, more time to write out. And so I still plan to get out six books this year. So we have this one's coming out. I'm working on book four around the Amber Fire and, um, in the Land of Good Dreams book series. And I'm planning to try and get that out by maybe the end of July, early August. And then I want to get the next book, the Commemorative Caves book, um, out right afterwards. So I want to try and get those two, two of the book series out because I want to get the, the next two of the Land of Good Dreams out and then next year I would like to finish the book series. So all seven books are out. Um, and then I'll be done with the book series. I'll be excited. You know I mean? Well, it's nice when you have a... Because people binge these days. Netflix ruined people. You know, people want to binge and so they get three books and they're like, oh, I got to wait six months for the next book. You know. Um, and then I have a few of the books that I'm not going to give away the titles. Um but I'm going to be releasing a few more of, they're not really going to be in the line of Bible studies, but they're books on topics that God has worked in me. So they'll be their own little, um, you know, nonfiction books of things of how God has taught, a processing of how God's taught me to work through things in my life, how to see him differently so that he can move in my life more. And so I have some of those books that are coming out. So I, I, I really believe that, it's going to be tight schedule-wise, but my goal is to still get those six books out. And then um, I do want to write, like I was talking about in other genres. I have a, a love story, not a not a steamy romance, a love story. You know, love. I mean, this is one of the things that God's trying to teach me to sh- and, and, to, and to write in there what it means to really love, what it means to love and friendships and stuff. You don't need all that gook <laughs> stuff. In there, it's really about your heart. He wants to teach how you're supposed to really love. And so there's a love story I've been working on for a while, a lifetime of a love story that I want to share that shows what how God intends love to be, kind of like. Um, and, and I have a sci-fi. I'm a big Trekkie fan. Hey, you know, there's I, there's a lack of books for science fiction and fantasy for Christian offers. For whatever reason, the big publishers thought Christians aren't interested in this. So then you have to go to the worldly stuff like Star Trek and other things. And I don't know about you, but the Picard issue was very disappointing because there was so much swearing in that that wasn't there before. And so I'm like, that just kind of ended it for me. Um, and so there's a sci-fi uh, trilogy that I'm working on, you know, 
Because why not? Why can't you? It doesn't have to all be Christian, but they're books of light. So he didn't say you have to write Christian books, Tammy. He says you have to write books of light. You have to instill hope and inspiration and encouragement in your books. And so I want to see all the different things that I can write. He has a lot of stories. Um, there's even a story. I'm not going to give it away, but Logan's going to kind of help me with it because he's very excited about this idea that I have for it a story about a character and um, it's going to have, it's going to have humor to it and, and really looking at, you know, living your life for God, you know, and what that entails um, ups and downs and how the world perceives it. So yeah, I have a lot of books. I'm so excited. Joe, I just, the, the, from where we started with not really sure, you know, the dimming switch of where I wanted to be a writer. Now it's like, it's all I want to do. I mean, I can see myself living my whole life to write. And then like I talked about in Psalms 91 and the end of the book there that, um, to satisfy me, what does it mean to satisfy me? It would be to know that when the Lord's ready to call me home, that I have written every book. I mean, I have no plans to retire. I'm going to write until the day that the Lord brings me home. As much as I have in me, I'm going to give it back to God. And I'm going to write until the very last book is written. And then I'll go home to be with my father in heaven, knowing that I fulfilled my purpose. And so, yes, it's going to be quite an adventure. <laughs> it really is. And God will give me the, he'll give me the grace. He'll give me the, the energy and the strength to do it. And so I, I do encourage you guys, if you have a calling on your life, to just step out in faith because you have no idea where the Lord intends to take you. You just don't. Amen and amen. I am so excited to hear about all the amazing things that the Lord has spoken into your life and, and just very inspired by what you just said. I mean, we are each called to step out into the gifts that he has given because he has given them to you in service to be hands and feet in this life. And if you're waiting to serve the Lord until you cross over into heaven, please, you're missing out. You're missing out. Take whatever your gift is, whatever it is. You know, Tammy's is writing and storytelling in a family-friendly way. You know, what is yours? Um, and we're actually going to talk about um, living into this type of thing in, in a future episode. So uh, I won't get away, get ahead of myself here. But Tammy, I can't wait to read the rest of these books. And on behalf of all of our listeners, I say thank you, Tammy, for taking the time to join us today, to share your story, and to leave us inspired for our journey. You know, what does the Lord have for us to do? And so I hope you guys leave inspired as I am today. Just as a reminder, depending on what platform you're listening from, be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss future episodes. If you want to be a sponsor of Love and Encouragement to Live By, do contact us at our website, loveandencouragement.com. Join us next time as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love. <music>